Welcome to Inside Track, a conversation with New York's leading property management executives. I'm Carol Ott with Habitat Magazine, and my guest today is Mitch Unger, controller and principal, the Lovett Group. A building's reserve fund is quite revealing of how a co-op or a condo operates. It sends a message about board planning, building resources, and of course, budgeting. Mitch, your firm recently took on a new client that had some financial challenges, not the least of which was reserves. Can you tell me where the co-op stood and where they needed to go and what will be your process to getting them there? Okay, sure. Thank you, Carol. We recently did take over a property, a cooperative, that had almost no reserve fund. They had a budget that was not balanced, that had no capital plan, nor any operating plan or budget that was balanced, that had any chance of getting balanced. And we really had to start from the beginning and apply some of our other successes to this building. The first was which was putting together a realistic operating budget that was balanced. So they knew that they were not drawing funds from their reserves, which had dwindled. And then they could start saving money for the capital improvements, both short-term and long-term. I know we're talking about reserve, but when you say a realistic operating budget, I'm assuming they might have had an unrealistic operating budget. And what does that actually mean? And how does that occur? Sure. Well, here's what happens. A lot of times boards change or everyone has different goals. But I have found that when a board puts together a budget and a capital budget, they put short-term needs and sometimes political needs in front of realistic planning. And most boards are professionals. They have every intention of doing these things. I don't know what happens when sometimes they get on a board. They're not applying some of those same practical items that they would necessarily apply to their own business. So we kind of take them back and we try to instill in them as their agent not to let any short-term accommodations like this get in the way of their long-term goals. And by doing this, we sit down, we put together a realistic operating budget, and that is first and foremost to creating a, a capital plan that they can feel secure in. I just want to jump in and ask about long-term sure. goals, which is hard to come by. I mean, that's hard to envision what they are. It requires the input of lots of different professionals. Yeah. And I know your firm produces something called a milestone report, which I'm assuming has something to do with long-term goals. Can you just explain to me what it is and how one creates it? Sure. On a monthly basis, our property manager uh, prepares an agenda for the board to discuss at the meeting. The second page of that agenda is what we call a milestone report. And that report includes all contracts that need to be reviewed approved, any local law work that needs to be completed with the year that is expected or projected to be done, estimated costs related to the projects. For example, we know that local law 11 needs to be done every five years. That's the facade work, New York City mandated work that that is uh, completed. That milestone item stays on our report. The past projected the past expense of that project is listed, and the date of the next local law inspection and work is also listed on these milestone reports with an estimated 
amount of work and cost associated with that. And then each item is listed on that. It can be Local Law 87 with any projected cost associated with that and the other multitude of local laws on there. Any additional projects that are done, wish lists. These items are all reviewed on a monthly basis and updated so that we have, when we are preparing our budget and our capital budget, a model to work with. Is this sort of like a reserve study? It's a monthly updated reserve study. That's exactly right. Before you can do the monthly updates, in order to get the reserve study, presumably, like for instance, Local Law 11, in five years, if we have to file our report, somebody has had to do some kind of engineering study to give me a sense of what's going to happen. Is that correct? That's correct. And we make sure that we have that study and we make the, look, everything is, some of these are estimated. These are out there for five years. Things happen, but you need to have a plan. You need to have a, you need to know that these things are coming up. And you do have a, an engineer reviewing this. And as we get closer, you're constantly updating and discussing with the engineers. So if you have this milestone report, I'm assuming I can add up all the items. And let's say in Mm -hmm. year three, I'm projected to spend $300,000. Is that figure then somehow brought over into the regular operating? Where's that figure? Where am I saving for that? That's another good question. All of the items on our milestone reports are transferred or copied onto our capital budget report, which we present to the board on an annual basis to discuss where we are, where we stand with uh, finances, where we stand with any additional projections, any other items. So if you can imagine, that report then gets put on an Excel spreadsheet that goes out five or 10 years to review where we stand each year and what our level of reserve balances are at any given time, at any given year. So we can correctly plan for that. If the local law projection doubles, you know, and that's happened to many co-ops and condos over the past couple of years, not necessarily due to the work that needs to be done, but due to insurance requirements that have been very onerous on the buildings and other requirements that New York has handed down. So there's no way of hiding from what's ahead of you in these milestone reports? No. No, because it's there every month. You're looking at it every month. The manager hands it out to the board. And what's nice about this is that boards change. And when a board member comes on board, we send them the milestone report. We send them all this information because we understand the mindset of certain board members that may come on. And we want them to understand the gravity of all the issues that are going on. It's not that easy. And I do want to ask you, I know some accountants... Well, if you have a milestone report and it says in two years you're going to need $300,000 to do X, Y, and Z, Mm -hmm. some accountants will not want to see that in a financial report, will not want to have a note in a financial report. Right. This milestone report. This is is internal. This is an internal exercise that's done on a monthly basis for the boards to review. This is their worksheet. This is their homework. This is not something that is presented on the audited financial statements. We know that this is not the forum. We've gone through this for many years, that these types of reports are not the forum to be put on the audited financial statements for viewing for many reasons, for a variety of reasons. But it's it's internal. It's a worksheet. 
It, and it's a working product for the board and management and engineers to review very regularly. So one of the things that you often hear from managing agents is when a board refinances, they didn't pull out enough. Right. And I presume they may not have pulled, well, maybe they couldn't have, but also maybe they didn't have a milestone. I mean, if you see what you have to spend, right, it would seem like you almost have to pull out enough to reach those goals. Let's take one step back with that. And, and just to give you an idea, we've had a building for since 1996, and we set a plan in place uh, for them. And they don't have a flip tax. They don't really have any other avenues to adding to the reserve fund other than from drawing from their shareholders or refinancing their mortgages. And we do a little bit of math. You take a look at the last 10 years, you divide the amount of capital improvements you did by 10. If you've spent a million dollars over the past 10 years, you must assume that you're going to spend a minimum of $100,000 per year over the next 10 years. Then you have to review some of the projects that are coming up, and then you formulate a number. And in, in your best guess, you put your business hat on in your best guesstimate for that, and you, you put the money aside. It's just a little bit of math. You work that out. And just in case you have a line of credit, that is there for you. And in the case that I mentioned, this particular building has set aside through operations a line item in their budget to transfer money, rain or shine, into their reserve fund for a rainy day. And this particular building has set aside money over the past 26 years. They have needed to borrow very little money due to their planning. Because we have an operating budget that's balanced, anytime we get a one-shot income item, goes right into the reserve fund. They happen to be with National Co-op Bank. Any dividends they receive, right into the reserve fund. You renew a contract with the laundry, you have a bonus, right into the reserve fund. You get a real estate tax rebate, a real estate tax refund due to your challenging of the taxes, right into the reserve fund. Because you have a balanced budget and you can set away this money. And when you do something like that over an extended period of time, this happens to be a building that has never had an assessment. Wow. And their loan to value um, is very low. And this doesn't happen overnight. This happens with planning and teamwork and really a focus on the long term and really not worrying too much about how we're going to look at the annual meeting per se, because we didn't increase uh, maintenance by 4% 4, 4 instead of 2%. How long would you think it would take a clean slate building who didn't really have any of this into the success that you just described? How long does that take, that it, transition? It depends on the Stamina of the board. It depends on their ability to really double down on certain things. But, you know, I would say it takes anywhere from three to five years, depending on where they are specifically financially, what types of opportunities we may have, if it's a cooperative and refinancing upfront. You really need to have the plan and you really need to have a board that wants to stick with the plan. Okay. Thank you very much for talking with us today, Mitch Unger. Very much appreciated. You're very welcome. Thank you. Okay, thanks so much. <laughs>